everybody, welcome to the uh, Sky Pirate Radio here, uh, a relaxing radio show for you all. Uh, we're up to episode 18, welcome. Uh, with me, t- I'm Jace Van Kateman, and with me today is uh, Kevin Stott. Say hello, Kevin. Nice greeting. Tune in 5am for Haynes and Decky, Eggs and Bricky in the morning! Uh, wonderful. Now we also have uh, Max Damage here as well, is Max. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, we're quite good, Max. Uh, uh, we also have the dulcet tones of uh, Joelle Vanderbilt right, online here. Pleasure to be on the show this week, Jace. Thank you for having and we're me. We're going to talk all about video games. Today we've got me, uh, Kevin, and Max in person, and we've got Joelle on the horn here uh, through Skype. And uh, we're all going to talk about video games, talking about. Cool new hairstyles that we're all, that we're all very fond of. That we're all wearing. We're all wearing right now. We all tried. Yep. We're all we're all rocking it. Some for better or worse. Yeah. Because uh, I'm in Melbourne at the moment. We're doing a lot of stuff. We're getting a lot of stuff done, uh, and it's going to be a good time. Uh, prepare your uh, your bits and parts for a lot of uh, fun new content. Uh, so, what has everyone been up to in the past few weeks? It's been a while since our last podcast. I think I think we should mm. start with Max because he's a mm. oh dear, he's a wild card. He, yep, he uh, wasn't here last uh, the last podcast actually. So yeah, um, start with me or let me get out my list early. Mm. Uh, uh, well, you know it's a bit disappointing because I've had an extra two weeks, but I've basically just been playing Overwatch. Good, good, good. good. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not getting any better or worse at it. My, I All actually right. noticed that my, um, uh, like I put a lot of my self worth in what my win loss ratio is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, and and it's at exactly fifty percent, which means I think that I'm just a moderately good person. Yep, it's okay. Good. Yeah, it's all right. You're doing it. <laughs> it's genuinely what I aim what, for. So your KD is just one. Uh, not my not my KD, but my win loss oh, ratio. Okay, yeah, okay, it's, a, sure. it's just about. Exactly fifty percent. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's. I, mean, I can't complain. I get really <laughs> sad and angry when it goes below that, and then I feel indifferent. And, when and it goes above that, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's basically a really good indicator of what's unhealthy about me psychologically. <laughs> um, uh, I've also been apart from that. Like, there's not really much more I can say about that. That's at all interesting, except that, that just I. I should actually say that the um. A lot of people have been saying this recently, but the progression system in Overwatch is flaming trash, and um, it's for trash people. So and what? If you what, like it, what is it, and what do you think it should be? Okay, so it is basically um, after every level that you get. Uh, so levels leveling happens really quickly at the beginning. Once you get to level twenty, it sort of flattens out a bit. Um, it never sort of increases above that, and it's infinite going on from that. Yep. Um, it basically means that probably about every hour or so, you'll level up. I think I'm level 39 at the moment, after about 35 hours. Um, uh, you level up, and you get a loot box. You can open that loot box, and it'll have exclusively, uh, like visual things mm. like cosmetic items. Yeah. items yeah skins if you're lucky usually sprays for when you're hanging around in the um in the spawn area waiting to begin a game maybe voice lines 
Um, usually it ends up being just four sprays or like three sprays in a voice line. Oh. It's it's pretty rough, and, and it is really. Um, I mean, like it's about shifting your mentality in a lot of ways to not feeling like that's the next sort of big part of playing the game is just looking forward to that next loot box because if you do that you'll just be disappointed yeah um if you just sort of forget about it and enjoy just playing the game um it's actually pretty good because sometimes you're just surprised with hey i got a cool skin or whatever sure yeah do you play do you play mostly uh with friends or do you play pub games or i mainly play i do i probably play with friends about once a week for a couple of hours for sure but then most of the week i'm just playing by myself because i'm playing at pretty weird hours Mm -hmm. um but yeah so like Like you're gonna say because i'm playing with a weird owl (laughs) he's a good player he he likes uh, a tracer not count as a friend um, (laughs) he's not my friend but i play overwatch (laughs) with him rivals Bitter. Yeah, we always. So no. So since because I'm playing it as well, um, are you? Have you been keeping up with all the the releases that are going to be coming out with competitive mode, or all the the things that come with it? Yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about it because I want to play it, but I know that as someone who mainly plays by themselves, it's yeah. probably well, not going to be the best experience. I think I think the good thing with the competitive mode that they're bringing in is. They're going to have a system that shows you whether the team that you're playing with is either a pug or a team that's comprised of people that are all grouped up together and they know each other. So that should yeah. kind of take out the the kind of the scariness of competitive mode, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely give it a go, but I don't expect to be spending uh, the most of it. And like, they have unveiled, I think, I wasn't really paying attention, but... I think it's like you get gold skinned mm. guns so the, if you... The way it works is for every win you get in competitive mode, you get like one point or whatever. Each gold skin costs 300 points or so, so you do get it by playing. Um, better players will get um, you know, them faster and stuff. Uh, you also, I think they're releasing exclusive sprays. So season one is like an Ilios... Uh, spray and the best like upper echelon of players will get an animated spray of that um that tag what yeah it looks pretty neat like it's it's all moving and everything on the when it's sprayed on the wall i believe and then they haven't quite released it but i think someone data mined you know the kind of same thing that they've got in you know hearthstone and all those other competitive players where there's like you know a heroic uh level of players and then there's the top like 200 players of that and I, I think the general consensus or thought is that they're going to be have they're going to have exclusive rewards for these like best of the best players as well. So you know people that just want to get into competitive and play will get their rewards, and the people that are hardcore will get better rewards as well. Yeah, I, I'm yeah I'm a little bit nervous about it. Even just as I mean, the lizard part of my brain is kind of thinking I have to have everything. Yeah, absolutely. The like and, the collectathon, you know, is it's going to yeah. suck. But. Just because at the moment I feel like that's in, in within my reach, but if it's if it's you have to be within the top one or two percent of players, mm. then that's your new life. Then that's <laughs> what you have to do. I'm gonna be playing a yeah, lot. More I've I've, I've heard from a lot of people that like putting money into it really actually ruins the game yeah. because then they're getting all the items they want. It's like, well, there's no point mm. to this progression anymore. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Put, yeah. But, and uh, even like just I don't know. I, I feel like there's a push and pull there. Obviously, Blizzard want you to spend money on their progression system, but I have heard the same thing, that it kind of ruins it a bit if you just have instant access to... 
I mean, like, I there was a particular skin that I wanted that was a legendary skin for um, Diva, which turns her bright yellow and mm. calls her Diva. Um, okay, good. It, it was really awesome. It took me about 34 hours yeah. till I had enough in-game currency to actually afford that. Um, I feel like that's probably a bit steep. <laughs> I feel like it should probably be about half that. It, it, it really I mean like it was oh. satisfying for about the first 10 minutes of playing with that but I've kind of realised that I don't really <laughs> like, care wait a second care at skin. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that whole thing again also it's a first person game you don't really see much uh, yourself yeah. I've been super lucky I've got maybe half a dozen different legendary skins for you know characters so that's pretty oh, nice really? yeah aren't you <laughs> good oh, aren't you a I'm good special boy upper, upper echelon <laughs> you just wait till my competitive mode <laughs> well, now, well, yeah, I thought I was about done with just wanting that one skin, but then I'm thinking, oh, there's that that Farrah skin where she looks a bit like a Gundam. I want yeah, that cool. one. I like how the skins like they they're really specific, not specific, but they like, they they mess with your like guns and bullets as well. Like Farrah's uh, Native American theme turns her rockets into little obsidian knives. The details on some of them are really nice. Yeah, and there's that um, that Hanzo one that turns his ultimate from dragons to wolves and even changes the voice line that he says. Um, so yeah, obviously I've been playing a lot of that. Still looking forward to them. Hopefully soon after uh, the competitive mode comes out, maybe announcing new heroes or maps. They have, um, they have um, announced one new hero, and I can't remember. She's supposed to be a support sniper, whatever that means. Because that's a really strange combination, but... Yeah, mm. there's there's a whole bunch of sort of supposedly mentions of her in the game. And, and I know the game director has hinted at that people are on the right path with sort of unearthing what is going on with that character. I think her name's Sombra. That's it. Is she, yeah. is she uh, Spanish? I think so. Okay, yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Um, when's BlizzCon? Like, what, what month mm. is that in? That's later on in the year, I think. Oh, okay, because sure exactly. I would have thought I would think that they would usually announce it there because mm. they wouldn't do too much at E three because they never they don't really need to. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, but um, yeah, hope oh. hope there's new characters soon. That'll be cool. Hmm. Um. Apart from that, I tried out. Um. So I talked about previously on the cast. Um. Playing around with uh, EA Access on the Xbox One. Which was pretty pretty damn cool. Um, I thought that you know if I was probably you know a, a couple of years younger and a bit more strapped for cash, that I'd definitely really really appreciate a, a, a sort of seven dollar a month service where yeah, I right. can get all these games. Um, I, I had a go at their um, Origin access on PC uh, recently, and that's. It's really bad, to be honest. There's just not a lot on there. There's a couple of interesting titles, like This War of Mine and Banner Saga, but they're probably pretty cheap right now, for instance, on the um, Steam sale. For sure. And like they, they seem like pretty odd choices from non-EA parties. And then you've got things like... I actually subscribed to it because I wanted to play a bit of Titanfall. Um, and it doesn't run very well on the Xbox One. Oh, I've noticed a boy. lot of screen tearing like, coming Ooh. back to that game. Yeah, a lot of screen tearing, a lot of freezing, um, which I didn't remember 
from playing that previously. So I downloaded it on the PC, and there was about 40 people playing in, in the region. Oh, <laughs> so it's oh, one of those. Boy. And, of course, they were all really good. Um, <laughs> so I stopped playing. I tried playing... Um, Battlefield 4, because I thought that might be an interesting diversion, and that was just about the same scenario, except I think it was about 120 people playing at the time, and they were all playing on the, the same map, mm-hmm. of course. Qu- quick aside, does, has anyone seen the, the numbers for Battleborn on Steam? Oh, yeah. How it's just, really depressing. They're really, really? bad. Yeah, yeah there's, really like, bad. there's like a little over 100 people playing wow. on Steam at the time. Yeah. And, and and it was a pretty bad sign that a week after it came out, it was something like twenty or thirty percent off. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually uh, on on PSN. I think at the moment it's about forty percent off. Wow, it's insane. It just came out. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel yeah. sort of bad for him because a lot of people actually really like Battleborn. Yeah. I played I played the um the beta and I thought it was it was okay. Uh, I thought it was. I don't know. I can definitely see just getting really bored with it quite quickly. Mm. Um, and I, I didn't like, I don't like the gearbox sort of sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, me neither. And I think it's I, bad. That really grinded on me. It's more um, of a traditional MOBA though as well, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think... That's I think, what put me off. Yeah, I've, I've seen sort of the conversations going on on that subreddit and those people are still either hopeful or delusional that, yeah. you know, <laughs> that people are going to come... They're gonna, they're gonna realize. They're gonna, yeah. If you, it's this like, is what they wanted all along. If you build it, they will come. Sort of mentality of like it exists, so people will want to play it. Yeah. <laughs> Were there any like content announcements at E3 for it, or was it just complete radio silence? I don't think so. They've got a season pass that people yeah. bought. Um, well, so go for something. Those out. poor fellas. Although they'd I mean, probably it, rather be shit, shit. Pack it in, make yeah. something else. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I, I feel bad for them just because Overwatch. It's I mean they got compared a lot, but I feel like yeah. they're very different. Well, I think it was partly their fault. They did kind of go after Overwatch in their marketing, yeah, and sort of um, try to make Battleborn sound a lot like Overwatch, which is just not really the yeah. case. Yeah, there might be different games, but the marketing makes them look the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've for just sure. got these colorful dudes. Look, this guy's a robot. This guy's a mushroom. mushroom. Don't you love games? Yeah. yeah. I just, I, but I feel like they are quite different. But I also a lot of the same people would be playing them. Ultimately, I, I'm not sure how yeah. different the the sort of demographics are there. Mm. I I think one just sort of, I, I I'd be I'd be wondering what Battleborn would be looking like now if Overwatch had never come out, and I can't think that the numbers would be too high anyway. Yeah, right. I, like I don't know. I feel like Overwatch is was just so huge. Yeah. Like but being... I feel like Battleborn's a sort of evolved situation. Well, it's it's like the it's like the World of Warcraft thing. World of Warcraft came out, a bunch of people tried to make MMOs, but because they thought, "Oh, this is a million million dollar market." Mm. No, it's a million do- it's a market that World of Warcraft is. You can't yeah. make another MMO <laughs> and hustle in on that. People and, people who like World of Warcraft will keep playing World of Warcraft. Yeah, and exactly. it's also to mention you mentioned this a few weeks ago, uh, well, a few podcasts ago, Max, <clears throat> that um, Blizzard are really good at getting a thing and then like, "Okay, let's make this cater to a bigger market or let's make this like really polished." So they took, like, Team Fortress 2 and did a better mm. thing with it, like what they did with Hearthstone, you know, yeah. with the whole Magic the Gathering thing. And that's well, just... it seems like for Battleborn, it's like, let's take this complicated stuff about MOBAs and then the kind of 
Twitch stuff that's difficult to do about a first person thing and put them together and then that just kind of slivers down what the audience is and then Overwatch seems like it uh, didn't really have anything to compare it to because what it was doing was it seems like doing something like where Team Fortress 2 was at the start before it had all a bunch of cruft on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also on a more just basic level, if you're just comparing the games, that Battleborn sort of has... It has less of a feel of class than Overwatch. Like, it just doesn't have that same feel of, like, a really premium product that sort of, that like, really sort of says I am worth... You know, a full, mm. full priced, like the same amount as like you know a big single player or multiplayer, but you know like a new Call of Duty or a new like Witcher game or whatever it is that yeah. I will give you that time. Sure. Um. Apart from and and I actually speaking of the Witcher, I did actually try to get back into the Witcher, and I just get really confused. The controls <laughs> are really hard. I can't remember how to call my horse. <laughs> I'm on an island full of Scottish people. <laughs> That's like, the worst. Just, I just want to go home. <laughs> just, just, I just turn it off, and it's the same thing every every about like maybe six to eight weeks. I'll do that with either Witcher or GTA Five. That I just can't get back into them, mm. especially GTA Five. That I just want the weapons. So when I'm a bit drunk, <laughs> I can I can hop on and blow stuff up. Yeah. But it's just, it's just puts all these story barriers in my way. Like, I just want some, it, like, can I unlock a flamethrower? I'll never know. I'll never know because it puts all this story crap in my way that I have to work my way through, like it's mm. homework or something. Yeah, I, I didn't mind the story stuff in Grand Theft Auto, but at the same time, I do miss, miss just like the, the San Andreas or Vice City, just putting on a bunch of t- cheats. Look, here's a tank. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, yeah. turn on low gravity and I'm gonna fly this tank by shooting behind me, <laughs> and that's gonna be very fun. But uh, unfortunately, yeah. Yep, and that's it. That's it for me. Oh well, Kevin, what have you been playing, buddy? Holy cool shit! Let's have a look. I got a new phone, Ooh, so let's see what I've got. What'd you on get? My new phone. What'd you get, Kevin? I got a landline. Uh, this game called. <laughs> He just carries a big, a big wire behind him that is constantly throwing yeah, yeah, with yeah, a big battery up. pack on his back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got uh, this new Nitrom game called Re Dungeon, which yeah. is very good. <laughs> it's um, did you just say were you just excited about this game? I played it too, and it was like I played it for maybe five seconds. It was like, eh, it's a thing. It's like, whoops, they didn't understand what they were doing. What, what, what do you do? So it's like a... So imagine a roguelike. Imagine NetHack, but it's you move a tile at a time, but the rest of the world is real time. Oh. And so it's just an endless runner where it's kind of Crash Bandicoot-style traps it's like saw blades moving back and forth, things swinging around, so it's like top down. But your controls for going through it are you swipe in like the cardinal directions to move a tile in that direction. It's really bad. Sometimes like that, the swiping doesn't really work as like as well as it should. 
and it yeah. will put you in the worst possible situation. Like, so these are controls for, <laughs> oh, I'm going to make a reasoned decision, and yeah. then I'm going to pick this direction, yeah. I'm going to make a choice about it, uh, and then it's put you in a, a place where you have to move up a bunch of times in a row, or you're just going to get hit by a sword, and <laughs> oh, you didn't swipe it fast enough, maybe it's your fault, but maybe it's ours. For... I love that. I love that. Oh, cool. I found what did I, I found out Go. by complete accident if you hold in a direction he just infinitely moves. Oh. Okay. Um, and it's there's no speed on it. He just he just dashes. He goes as fast as he can, which has often led me off the map. Uh, <laughs> <my doom. laughs> yeah, well they kind of they market it as a roguelike and it's not one, so that's what that is. I think it's cuz roguelike has become a buzzword it now. It is because it's yeah. a buzzword and yeah. it looks like one but it isn't one. Maybe yeah. it's the sort of thing where the the devs were thinking they're really competitive and now are thinking we want to beat the player. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's us versus them. Yeah, it's us versus them. So Well, they have another Nitrum has another one called Rust Bucket and that kind of is uh that is turn-based and you jump around and you hit dudes, but it's so simple that it's just kind of really boring. Right. It's just timing. Oh, i got to move, and then that guy's going to move, and then going to hit him in the butt, and I win. Yeah. That, that's how I feel about a lot of Nitrome, Nitriome games. Mm. Um, what? How many people work at Nitrome? Didn't fucking Leap Day come out like a month ago? They license different yeah. artists out oh. for a lot of the different stuff. So okay. they just kind of get teams together, I think, and then they just shoot out whatever they feel like. Mm. They they have an idea for. Uh, I got Alto's Adventure, which uh, Jay recommended to <laughs> to me. Right uh, on Twitter. Friend of the show. He was, yeah, was, we me and Joey went to uni with him, and it was a good game. Uh, Jay's really into snowboarding games now, apparently. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he tweeted that he was really excited about some uh, E3 snowboarding steep. game. Steep. Yeah, steep. Slope? I think it's I think it's steep or something like that. It's got what is it's got like snowboarding and I guess skiing and then like wingsuits like base it's jumping. All on the same mountain. Oh my god! Yeah, it's all about. I've heard it's actually quite bad. <laughs> oh Early dear! Sorry, really Jeff. Not positive. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Jeff. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's kind of endless runner. It's like um, shoot, what was that one? Actually, it's not like that one at all. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> tiny wings because there's like slopes in it, but you don't hold down to like go down the slopes. You just kind of go off the things and then you hold down. You can, like, tap to jump and you can hold down to kind of do a flip. And that's it, but it looks amazing. It looks it looks really, really nice and it's got a nice little pro- progression stuff in there. So it's mm-hmm. worth doing. It's yeah. on, it was on sale for a dollar, so it was I played that. a little bit of it on Kevin's phone and uh, it was re- it's really hard to see the rocks on the ground. Yeah, so that um, the, it goes through, like, a day-night cycle and when it's nighttime, it's really hard to see some of the stuff. I didn't like that. Yeah, but when you when like when you start, you kind of know what you're doing, and then you're able to see. Sure, it. sure. Uh, there's another thing that is featured on the App Store at the moment. It's called Sea Hero Quest, Ooh. and it has like pictures of a boat. I'm like, oh, I'll play like a boat game. I like a, I like a boat game. Yeah, it looks like a boat game. We're uh, looking at it right now. Such I thought it was. I thought it was. Love boats. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I like. I want to do some. I want to do a pirate game eventually. So I'm looking for like pirate stuff. Yeah. And so I thought for some reason that it was like five bucks, so I didn't get it. And then I went back again, and it was not anything, it was free. Uh, and I went to the description, and I was like, all right, let's find out more about this. And so the point of it is that um, it, it is a game, but the purpose of it is to collect data to help um, 
research on dementia. So, like, the one of the first symptoms of dementia is loss of navigational skills. And so they put this game together... Like, they couldn't compare that loss to normal human navigational skills because they didn't have any baseline. Yeah. And so then they built this game as a kind of thing to try and just find out a baseline of how good are people at navigating so that they could uh, do that research and stuff with a, with a baseline for that. That's really cool. I didn't expect that when, when you brought up this game. <laughs> I didn't expect it to be a dementia tool. Yeah, and it, it's, it's pretty good. The production value is good. The models are nice. Um, it gets... So what, what it does is it has kind of a Candy Crush map where it has all these different levels. Uh, and then each one of them is... You start it and it pops up a map. And it has like a couple of beacons on it. Like two to four beacons from where I'm up to. And then you just kind of have to memorize that map, and then you're just put in the kind of boat, and you sail around, and you try and get to those beacons. And so it starts off pretty simple, because it's just like, this is just a channel, <laughs> there's a beacon at the end, get to it. And then it starts to get, later on, it's like, oh, here's just like a bunch of loops, and to finish this level, you're going to have to go, like, down here, and then back up to like around and there's all these different islands and go up to this other side and then you're going to have to come back to that first place uh, and also the map that we give you it's like all foggy so some of it you just can't see so that's going to be a mystery when you get to it um, it's like Wind Waker yeah so that is a game and cool. you should try it because it's trying to do a nice thing Oh, that's, that's sweet isn't it it is. Was Wind Waker Dementia Research? Or? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was def- that was the only reason. Miyamoto, that's where he got the idea. Yeah, just <laughs> he had an aunt that was suffering from dementia. Yeah. Um, uh, Joey, buddy, what have you been Speaking up to? Speaking of Wind Waker, I um, got uh, Oceanhorn for my iPad, so I've been playing around with that. Oh, what's guys... that? I've, I've heard the name, but I haven't, I haven't like, played it. I can't remember when it came out, but I finally got a, it came out on an iPad. It's, it's essentially Wind Waker for the iPad. It's um, neat. Yeah, it's it's not it's all the models are cute three D and got this kind all of the, like, all the like islands the sailing stuff is like Wind Waker, but the island stuff is more like top down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, it's well the 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 sailing stuff. It's not you know you select a point where you want to go. So it kind of it's it's kind of like an on rails kind of yeah sure thing there. You know you got to shoot things in the ocean that pop out and make sure you don't lose any health, but. Yeah, it's essentially, it's all puzzle stuff like Zelda, you know. If you want to play a Zelda game while you're waiting for, you know, something to come out, play it. It's really neat. Something? <laughs> do you mean something Breath big. of the Wild? I do, I do. I'm <laughs> very excited about it. When I watched the trailer, I uh, watched it, and I watched it again, and I cried. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to make a joke that you cried, but... Uh, I cry, to. okay, so I cry at the drop of a fucking hat. I, like, cry at the end of every movie I watch. Uh... And at the end of trailers of games I like and stuff. But yeah, it looks super cool. It like, does look really cool. I, I, good. I have no interest in Zelda and yeah. I thought it looked pretty sweet. Yes. Did you watch the sure. uh, like the hour or so gameplay footage that they've put up? Or Yeah, me and Kevin uh, flipped through it. Uh, did you see that, uh, Max? I, I saw a lot of gameplay. I don't know. I didn't watch a full hour. Yeah. Yeah. It, lo- it looks great. Yeah, you know. it does. It seems to be like there's a lot of things in the world that you can do as well, you know, like hunt and 
and stock up on mm. food items and stuff, which puts you in a better position, which, you know, makes it feel really like the world's actually alive and living as well. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Like, I remember when they first said that, uh, like, before they showed any gameplay or anything about the game, they said, uh, you know, oh, look at that mountain, you can go to it. They were doing the whole Skyrim spill. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I was like, yeah, sure, okay then. Because that's what they say for, like, a lot of Zelda games. <laughs> they said that for Skyward Sword, is that, oh, you can go anywhere, mate. <laughs> you can go to all eight islands isn't that good um uh but like it seems like they're really going for it with this it just the world looks huge it looks beautiful very ghibli-esque i feel like i'm curious to see how they make like the the border of the map like what they're going to do to stop players getting off the map you know that's always interesting with those big open world games yeah it's probably just gonna be mountains that are too tall to climb that would be annoying I hope it's the end of the world. And like, that would be I'm, like, pretty cool, just... actually. Like, you just got, like, water flowing off mm. and... No, no. You just go to the end of the world and you find out you're in a simulation. There's just ones <laughs> and zeros. <laughs> well, Link seems to have it's a like... smartphone, so it wouldn't... Yeah, Link's, Link's got an iPad, so he yeah, can use like that. It's like a Truman Show thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're in a video game. At the end of the game, Link goes through a door and uh, the, the credits roll. Everyone's clapping and it's kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a Stanley Parable esque kind of yeah yeah yeah. Miyamoto's sitting on a director's chair. There's like a guy on like a camera on an arm. Yeah, there's a studio audience. I'm Jesus. Um. So yeah, what what else have you been playing? Um, so wait, I want to say that uh, Breath of the Wild looks like in the kind of the Zelda family tree. You have like original Zelda. Yeah. And yeah. it goes what like um, Link to the Past. And then that branches off into a bunch of like top-down stuff, and then Ocarina of Time that branches out into a bunch of 3D stuff, yep. which both of them all just have like a bunch of dialogue little boxes in it. And then this one feels like it's branching out from the original Legend yeah. of Zelda. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not going to bog you down with that, and you can just go to a place and do a thing. Yeah, like the design philosophy of the original Zelda of like, all right, here you are in this place, an old man gives you a thing at the start. Off you go, do whatever, go whichever way you want. Um, it looks really neat. Uh, uh, Kevin was saying when we we're watching it that uh, he thinks that it will redefine open world games. Did I? You did. You did say that. No you were so way. You were so <laughs> you were so excited that you said this is going to change it. It's going to change I it. I bet all. that is what. It might. Someone on the video said. No, you me. said it. You said. I, I was listening say to that it. Would that does sound it. like some PR wank. But you, I, I, I honestly could go for open world games being redefined. Because yeah, man. I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. What I do yeah. remember saying that if it does well, people copy it. And then you said, but it's just a copy of what everyone else is doing. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's a copy of all these like different parts of like Daisy and these survival games and stuff. But if they do it well, and yeah. it looks like they're doing it well, and they have like, like just nice, classy UI and stuff, which looks really nice, then people will copy it. Yeah, the next Elder Scrolls is gonna let you chop down trees. Yeah, yeah, I'm a green hat. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, uh, this is just like a, a thing for me. But when when the, I saw that there was dialogue, regardless, there wasn't gonna be like much like spoken dialogue, but it fucking blew me away because uh, Zelda hasn't ever had like proper dialogue. And I always thought it would be cool if at the end of a Zelda game, uh, Link screamed and like, fuck, or something like that. And he destroyed the world with his voice or something. Like they were going to have at the end of Portal 2. Yeah. <laughs> that was going to be such a bad climax yeah, to Portal 2. I'm glad they went uh, to a good place with Portal 2's yes. ending. 
Um, uh, so what else have you been playing, Jerry? Cool. Um, well, I've been in, anticip- in anticipation for all the World War II uh, titles that are coming out on PC. I've been getting back into Squad because uh, Squad. s- Squad's getting a whole bunch of fun stuff soon. Um, with the slides, jumping cars, all of that. No, it's Vic getting its vehicle update, so that's going to be really fun. Seeing you know people having armored vehicles, Humvees, yeah. and having squads, BMX bikes. Yeah, exactly. Like but they've also they've also released uh, the SDK for for the game, so they're encouraging the community to start making mods. And one group have already started compiling all their World War Two mods together. Um, mm-hmm. It looks sen- like the model so far looks sensational. They've done tests on Normandy. They've done tests on all the hedgerows. They're putting all the guns and weapons up, and they look absolutely fantastic. And the way that kind of squad works with this whole big team filtered down into small teams with the communications should make a really interesting slow burn, um, tense World War Two fight. Um, mm. We're really excited that. Yeah, I've been playing Squad and Armor 3. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, and you can follow up that tenseness with the tenseness of uh, the World War One game, Battlefield 1. Isn't that right, Joey? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I... Yeah, no, that game just looks like... Gun game! Yay! Yep. With World War One skin. There's no... Yep. There's nothing World War One about that. And that really upset me, so... Um, yeah, it's, it, they went the worst way they could possibly do yeah, that, I feel this like. Is, this is the first I've heard of your opinion of this, Joey, and I'm pretty He was much... excited for a bit. Before there was real gameplay, and yeah. there was just the trailers oh, that showed yeah. all the shit. He was like, oh, this could be this good. This looks yeah. cool. And then you see the actual gameplay. It and, just oh, looks like another game. Like... It could be a World War One game. It could be like they could have just said, "Oh fuck it, it's uh, it's Napoleonic Wars. Uh, one side <laughs> yeah. is Prussia, Absolutely. one side is France, and you yeah. both have dragons." <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's kind of like they're scared to kind of step out of the mold a little bit, you know? They, yeah, and it's really upsetting. I mean. It's. I don't think. Well, it, why? Why would they? People are just eating this up. Yeah, like, absolutely. But you know, it's uh, for the people that really want it. It's 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 disappointing. You know, the gun choices and everything. It's just. I don't think it's very indicative of the period, and it just it upsets me because if I want to play a World War One game, I want this kind of like gritty stalemate where you're you know you're charging and then you're getting pushed back and you're charging again and you know kind of like Verdun, but you know. On a, yeah. a big scale with, you know... Like, I did see a story today about um, that there... I don't know if they previously said this was going to happen or they just were talking about how it happened in development that unlike Battlefront, where they did include female character models mm. this time around, they're not doing it because it wouldn't be historically <laughs> accurate. Oh, yeah, no, sure. If it, it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, but... What else is historically accurate <laughs> yeah, here? That's really. where we're gonna go. That is, it's an excuse when they need it to be, and it's you know yeah. part of what they're doing. If it's, I don't know. I, I I think genuinely they probably believe that, but they haven't really thought out that oh, this person's gonna ride in on a horse and shoot three people and then jump yeah. off and then run into a tank the, and then ride that <laughs> round. The, the thing that got me a little bit was like. There's a scene where a guy's on the like the side of like a motorcycle and he's shooting an MP18, which is like a really early light, uh, early submachine gun. But like mm. you think about it, how many other battlefield trailers has a guy on a motorbike shooting like an automatic weapon? Yeah, it's just the thing, oh that, my the God. thing that got me was someone riding around in a biplane, jumping out, <laughs> pulling out a parachute, landing. The parachute just disappears. <laughs> I don't know where it went. 
But, but they have the parachute there, they land, and then they run into a farmhouse and just gun down three people. World War One. Take that. Didn't foot you hear about that? 69. Didn't you hear about that in the war? That definitely happened, man. <laughs> Take that, the Ludwig family. <laughs> Take you and your shitty farm can go to hell. <laughs> but that'll be. That's another interesting. Von about- Traps. I was thinking of the, the Von Traps from Sound of Music. <laughs> oh. That would be another interesting thing with squads. I think there are some people working on a World War One uh, thing as well. So you know that'd be some pretty big uh, trench warfare kind of stuff happening as well. So it'd be interesting to see. Mm. Biplanes are cool. Biplanes are cool. Biplanes in games. Yeah, man. But yeah, that whole mm. that whole game is just oh my god. Did you guys see at a press conference where everyone there was like a bunch of celebrities there and they were yeah. all high? Yes. <laughs> Zach Efron was fucking baked, dude. Really? Yeah, his eyes were just glossy. Eyes yeah. were glossed over. He's like, what? He's just like, what? Do you, hey, uh, Zach Efron, what do you think about Battlefield One? <laughs> he he was like, oh yeah, this guy is a good, a good guy, a good game, and uh, whoever comes out, I play it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I think some other dude was with him. I I forget who it was, but uh, Jamie said, Fox now was with Zach Efron. Jamie, Jamie Fox and Jamie Fox yeah. just said, all right, now we're gonna go uh, hang out uh, with uh, Lupe Fiasco and see what he's got for us. Hint, <laughs> it was weed. They had weed so they could get more high. And there's just a shot of Snoop Dogg playing it with a limp joint just hanging out of his mouth. It's great. It's hilarious. Uh. Battlefield 1. Uh, coming, coming soon. Um, You've been playing much else, Joey? Fuck Battlefield 1. That's yeah, what I've been that playing. Not just yeah. um, War Sims getting ready for everything's coming out. So I think... Mm. Uh, what have I got looked forward to? I think uh, the guys that did uh, Insurgency, uh, they have... Released or they're about to release their standalone uh, Day of Infamy, which is a World War One R Two game. So that's looking cool. Mm. Uh, what else? Yeah, that's that's about it. I've, that's all I've been playing. Mm. That just leaves me. Uh, so like how uh, Kevin has been playing uh, phone games, Max has been playing Overwatch, and Joey has been playing war games. I've been playing only the hottest anime games. Good. Guys. All fronts let are covered. Me, All fronts let are me, covered. Yeah, let me spin hottest you a anime yarn. anime games and impulse purchases. <laughs> impulse purchase. My purchase was were nothing, uh, but in, but they were not impulses, man. This is very well decided, very right. uh, articulated, and very very right, wise. Tell me about it. Uh, well, for, I'll tell you about that's that's coming last. I got to keep okay. the audience waiting with bated breath. Uh, I've been playing um uh, a game on that came out on Steam a few days ago called uh, Valhalla, a cyberpunk bartending uh, action game. Uh, which is uh, like you, you're a, a lady who is a bartender and you run a bar and it's really relaxing. It's kind of like, it's got a thing where you make cocktails, which is a little bit like Papers, Please, where you look in the book of cocktails and you put all the ingredients in and mix That's it. Fun. But uh, the main draw here is that it's kind of a visual novel where it's just this really relaxing atmosphere and you're talking to these customers about their lives and uh, you like have shifts and stuff and you can buy stuff at home. And um, when you're talking to them, it seems like a lot of stuff interweaves with other characters, so you can kind of get a narrative through that if you want. But I think uh, uh, this year I've appreciated a lot of games where it's just like really quiet, relaxing spaces that I like to be in. You know, like just crack open a beer and just fucking bartend for a bit, talk to this fucking dude who likes to swear a lot. Um, and yeah, that game's really cool. I really like it a lot. I recommend people should play it. Uh, that's my official 
review. It's like good. Don't watch the trailer. I'd like to play it. I haven't played it yet. Yeah, and, and, and it borrows a lot from like a PC-98, like visual novels from Japan, which is my favorite thing in the world. I love it so much. Um, and uh, the other game I've been playing is um, a little game that hasn't come out here yet because it's in Japan. Uh, it's uh, Hatsune Miku Project Diva X. Um, I bought on the Japanese PSN store. It's a rhythm game. If em- everyone's listened to the uh, Game of the Year podcast, I had Project Mirai DX on the 3DS on my mm-hmm, list of mm-hmm. games of the year because it's fun. And uh, there's a lot of... Uh, it's it's a rhythm game. There's freakish anime girls with human-sized bodies, and it's really scary. And they dance to tunes. They have very nice songs. Kevin's seen me play it. What do you think about it, Kevin? Um... <laughs> Looks like one of those games. <laughs> you guys, uh, I think this is, I think this is actually a bit racist. What you're doing here is that you're just That's patch- what this is. Yeah, this is a bit racist. You're patronizing these Japanese games because you don't, you don't understand it. Okay, I, if we're being honest here, it's Educated. got. Yeah, it's Explain got. Explain it to us. Uh, I think uh, you know, rhythm games are fun. I think yep. Kevin knows that rhythm games are fun. I like a lot of Japanese music, and this has a really good selection of good uh, Hatsune Miku tracks. It's uh, there's no like one artist. It's it's essentially voice software it has a robot voice, and they sing to you. And there's a whole different songs. There's a whole bunch of different genres and uh, musicians working on it. And the game has about like 300 songs in it, which is fucking nuts. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot, and there's a lot of it's it's how those games are mainly how I've discovered a lot of that kind of music, and it's really good. And uh, you can so dress what's her up. What's the actual gameplay? How you hit you... the buttons. You hit buttons. It, it gets uh, really hard. So you're things. not dancing yourself. <laughs> I wish. That's I wish you was dancing. Happening. You're pretending to dance. Yeah, with these it, ladies it really should be a connect game, so I could dance along with uh, Even Miku. Even if you just got a dance pad. Yeah, man. <laughs> I used to play a lot of Dance Dance Mario mix. That was yeah. pretty good. Oh. Um, Kevin saw me playing it once a few years ago and said, "I look like a dancing potato man." So. <laughs> That really brought my self-esteem really, down. I'm really sorry, Jace. Shot to the confidence. Yes, yeah, so, yeah it's, you should be sorry. Um, so yeah, that's pre- it. It cost me, um, cost me a hundred dollars. What? Well, uh, Japanese, so about a, about a hundred and forty, if we're being honest here. <laughs> um, Why? Uh, Why is it that much? Uh, I think you you misunder you misunderstand the power of uh, Hatsune Miku in Japan. <laughs> I've uh, heard that in Japan. Uh, physical media is really expensive. I assume that. Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty expensive, but also the exchange rate is kind of. Yeah, I've heard that okay. in Japan, everybody's been on like a crazy drug trip for the last thirty <laughs> years. Mm. <laughs> yep. Every, everyone had everyone like an acid gas went through the city, and it's never gone away. It's, never, it's yeah. just stuck it's in their gone, system. It's never um, gone and uh, so that I, I like it. I like playing it. I think it's fun. Leave me alone, you fucking jerks. Good for um, you. I've said yeah, nothing. Like, I feel like I found my niche. <laughs> you got. I'm happy where I am. Look, I've said nothing. I'm more than happy for you to review these. Thank you. These. You know what? Thanks, Joey. <laughs> Thanks, Joey. You're so nice. You're um, and uh, to I put think the you're icing on top really of really defensive about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. I came in with fucking with fucking brass knucks because I knew you guys were going to gang up on me. <laughs> Uh, and uh, if you want to put a cherry on top of this conversation, I um, my brother was in Japan for a while. He's going to London. He's in London now, but he was in Japan. And I told him, hey, Liam, can you um, FaceTime me in when you go to Akihabara? 
so we can go into a game store together. I'll give you the directions, and then I can be a camera that's looking at the games, and you can buy me something. And I bought this game uh, called Punchline, which is based on uh, an anime I like. And a, uh, it cost... It was the limited edition, and it cost uh, about 160 Japanese uh, dollars. And uh, that's going to come to me soon, and I'm going to be very excited to play it, and uh, fuck you all. So uh, <laughs> I hope you all uh, die lonely, uh, like how I... Fuck you. <laughs> Again? What kind of stuff is going to be in No, game? Joey, you're, you're, I hope you're, I, you die happy with your family around. Yeah, yeah otherwise I, I would have said, don't you wish that upon me, Jace. Yeah, <laughs> I hope you have a million kids. Thank and you. And they're all great. Wait, um, don't you wish that upon me either? Uh, well, I... <laughs> Start wishing such specific things. <laughs> A million is too many. Okay, Joey, I hope you live a long life, and I hope these two get, like, dementia at 40. Um, Well, my dementia research is going to make it so that we get a cure, Max. It's okay. (laughs) All right, good. I'm going to run so many boats around. So, the future um, of people with dementia is just to put them out on a boat. That's, <laughs> that's, what, they, that's what they figured out from this oh, app. Just put them on just a boat. Just put them out on a boat. Oh, see, yeah. Done with it. Just, all right, they're too much of a hassle. Just make a dementia island where <laughs> so they can they all, all live happy and free. And, uh, uh, these are not... No, that was a joke. Don't don't take that out of context, everyone. Don't take that sign bite and put it... There's actually a rest home near me called Dementia Island. <laughs> that's really <laughs> insensitive. <laughs> That's like not okay. <laughs> I mean, like we're all going to be old eventually. Yeah, it's true. When I'm old, I'll find it, oh, I don't know. I'll find it equal parts funny and scary. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking excited to being to. I'm looking forward to being a, an old man who's just into anime and very lonely. So <laughs> I, I I know my fate and I I uh, acknowledge I it. Disproportionate it. amount of our generation. Yeah. Uh. Um. So that's the games. So wait, what the game that you got that you haven't played yet is that going to have a lot of Japanese in it are you going to be able to read it all did you <laughs> I'm learning I'm actually learning Japanese I'm learning kanji at the moment once I learn uh, I don't know about 2000 kanji I should be good to play this game <laughs> okay good um, did you say it was called one punch line is it based on no, one punch man no no it's it's called punch line <laughs> there's, one, there's one punch line it's one punch man but he's a stand up comedian <laughs> he just has one joke but it kills you, every you time you triangle to say the <laughs> same joke over and over oh that'd be it's, it's Seinfeld cross one punch man <laughs> um I'm not going to talk about it too much, but Punchline is an is an interesting anime that was written by the guy who wrote uh, the uh, Zero Escape games, like Nine 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 and Virtue's Last Reward, and it's it's uh it's it's real top shit. It's real top <laughs> shit. It's got a it's got a, a character who, when he looks at a girl's panties, uh, he he explodes and destroys the world. So he's got to not do that. Okay. It's got a lot of twists and How turns. How does he know that that's going to happen? He's a ghost. Of course! He's a ghost, and a cat ghost told him that. Alright? Okay. Oh, no, the thing I really like about uh, Uchikoshi, which is the writer, is that he starts off with a really bizarre plot, and then as it goes along, he, he makes twists and stuff, and you're like... Instead of being like, oh, that twist came out of nowhere, you're like, oh, okay, alright, that, that actually makes sense now for why that happened now. That's interesting. That's an interesting thing. When it went, at first, it seems like it's completely random. It's just like, oh, okay, this is a, a thing that is makes sense in this world. It sounds um, really Stockholm-y. Uh, 
<laughs> making excuses for... I love anime. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We've got that. We've got to understand that. I've just, I just had to bring up One Punch Man because it's the only current one. Um, one Punch Man it. is pretty good. I just, yeah, although it wouldn't make a great game because you, you would... just beat everyone up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like Dynasty Warriors, really. Oh. You just I just hit people until they die, and there's no challenge. Um, so that's me. Uh, um, you guys can uh, play. You guys can talk about Jalopy. I'll see you later because you're being fucking rude. Um, <laughs> no, I want to talk about Jalopy. Jalopy's a sweet little game that Joey assigned us. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about it, Joey? I would absolutely love to. So, Jalopy, let's, I will preface it by saying it is in early access, again. It definitely is. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I believe that some of us had a bit of... Uh, I had a problem. I had a couple of crashes, but some of us had some crashes and mm. stuff as well. Essentially, yeah. Jalopy is kind of like a free open world game where... Oh, not quite. Um, you're just driving an old... Eastern European car across country, um, and it's I guess part survival, part I don't know exploration. I, guess I almost felt like it was like a it was almost a choose your own adventure game. Kind of yeah, with yeah. survival. The way you resource ma- management stuff. Yeah, I feel like so you yeah. you you have this old this old car, um, and you're driving around the Eastern Bloc with your grandfather, and you know you can you stop off, you need to refuel, you need to manage the oil and fuel levels in your motor. You need to repair your car, etc., 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 and then yeah. along the way you can buy new stuff. But also to you know buy new stuff, you need to collect money. To collect money, you pick things up around the world. But you know passing border to border, there's obviously restrictions. You got to be careful what you take through. So you know yeah. that stuff's really interesting. Uh, what did you guys think? Uh, it's worth noting that the car is the biggest piece of shit it's, in the world. <laughs> let's let's yeah. Yeah, let let's just say think of an. An Eastern Bloc country, you know, something like Bratislava or something like that. Bratislava? Bratislava. You know, you just make something up. I did. Are you making up words? Is that a delicious treat? Yeah, it sounds pretty good. <laughs> just think, just That's a Greek dessert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just think of like the car a gypsy would drive. <laughs> <laughs> and it just breaks all the time, and you, you fucking stressing out all. It's, I, I thought it was I thought it was fun. Like uh, I think it's really relaxing going yeah. around that uh, yeah. that scenery and stuff All like right. that. When Two it, seconds ago, you just said it was extremely stressful. Well, no, but <laughs> so the, the, the part when you drive and everything's cool okay, is yeah. really nice. Uh, Max was talking about earlier how uh, he really liked when he was going through and it was raining. Yeah, right? just stuff some like nice that. Yeah. Environmental effects. It's just nice. Like it, it captures that feeling of like oh, I'm in my car and uh, you know mm. it's raining outside. You can't get me rain. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the grandpa. He keeps. I don't want to go to the motel. We have to go to the store, grandpa. He scares, <laughs> he scares me with his unworldly jacket that keeps moving. Yeah, that's freaking me out. I don't <laughs> like that. Yeah. It's like uh, that dude from Monkey Island. Yeah, Stan. <laughs> yeah, what did you think, Kevin? I've managed to play 15 minutes on the train to work this morning. It's about all you need. Because uh, it kept um, it kept crashing for you, yeah? Yeah, well, it's not all their fault. I only tried to start playing it a couple of days ago. Yeah. <laughs> but me, I've been, me and Joey have been super busy at work because uh, a lot of people have been away. And so I've had lots of extra shifts. Mm. Um, but yeah, I had some crashing issues. I tried it and I'm actually going to go on this morning. I like what I played. Um, it's the kind of stuff that... I mean, it almost... Nintendo would never make this game, but it almost feels Nintendo-y in some of the parts of uh, 
Nintendo Land. In the Metroid one, like all the enemies and stuff, they have these obvious kind of weak points, and that's where you shoot them to kill them, and stuff like that. And the way that the different things highlight, and the way that the, all these different things were interactable, and how all the systems worked, felt a lot like that to me. Um, and yeah, you just kind of interact with stuff a bit like going home or something, because you can you can pick stuff up, and then you're like interacting with stuff to pop open your hood and stuff, so you can change stuff. You can hold up to like three things at a time which I thought was pretty fun um it's the game that I kind of like I don't know I've you know obviously I've only I haven't made a stop I haven't gone to a border yet but it seems like maybe it's kind of what I wanted the long dark to be in terms of a game where you go from like place to place and there's checkpoints that you have to go through um so that's cool um and I'd like to yeah, it's got a lot of stuff, because I wanted to make a... Hopefully at some point we'll be able to make a fun game where you can drive around a car. And I wanted some stuff kind of like this to be able to have in it. Like, you can have a gas can that you can put on it. Like, if you're fighting enemy... It's like a World War Two game, imagine. And there's these guys, and they have the... There's, like, enemy jeeps. You can shoot their tank. You can shoot their, like, jerry cans that they have on their jeep to, like, explode it. It's a weak point. But you've got one as well, or if you're carrying extra fuel, and maybe if someone's driving and you've got another friend in the back and you see guys off to the right, maybe he can move your can from the right over to the left. Yeah. Um, Sure. Um, I think the resource management in it is interesting. Like, uh, you'll come across, on the side of the road, you'll come across these boxes that um, they'll usually have valuable stuff in it. and you need cigarettes. Yeah, you'll need a crowbar to... Yeah. No, not, not always. You can find cardboard boxes you can just tear the, the sticky tape off. The tape off. Sure, sure. But um, uh, one time I, I found a box and I was like, oh, I guess I'll need like a crowbar or something to open this. And I was like, okay, so I have to put this in my car, <laughs> but I don't have enough room in it with all my gas stuff. So it's a tension of like, should I take this box and see what's in it? Or should I keep more stuff so I can keep the car running yeah, that, for longer the, if I need the to? The storing stuff, it's really interesting and neat. You know, I thought, yeah. I thought I'd thought i stocked up on everything that I needed to. And I'm, you guys are saying this game is really fun and everything. But try uh, try getting caught out in the middle of the like a, a storm. And uh, you're going <laughs> down this little track of dirt to try to get to, uh, I don't know, like what? Budapest or Bulgaria or wherever I, the fuck I was going. And... Uh, your car breaks down because, like, all your tires get fucked, and you've only got one tire in the back, mm-hmm. um, and then you have to walk to wherever. Yep. Holy shit! I didn't get there. I uh, I ended. I stopped. I couldn't do it anymore. Hey man, that, that's what happens it's, sometimes. But it's kind of real nice. life. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's fun. Break. It's fun. Yeah. In the case of the crowbar thing, I uh, ended up going and opening the box, and it was full of hot dogs. Just useless. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need them. Just like worth like fifty cents a piece. Great. Cool. Um, but yeah, I really like it. I, kept I think Jalopy's a sweet game. I kept forgetting my wallet in just places and couldn't pay for stuff. Yeah, I put my... I accidentally... I was carrying a bunch of stuff that I bought, and I went to put it in the trunk, and I think I accidentally put my wallet in there, but I couldn't mm, get it out again. Yeah. <laughs> the way you buy stuff is really weird. Like, you have to... You give them the item, and then you hold your wallet, and you give them the wallet, Cash. and they... Take the money. Yeah, and... it's weird. It's like yeah. a, it looks like a kind of weird, like VR kind of. <laughs> yeah, here's what you can if you have one weird arm. When I got to my, how the world would work. when I got to the first checkpoint, I was so confused. The guys like papers, players, and I'm like, I grabbed my papers, 
I'm trying to click him. Just fucking just take him. I'm like, all right, maybe I'm gonna <laughs> give right him, here. Maybe I can give him a bribe and just fucking take my money. Nothing would happen. And then I realized I had to undo the window. Just shoving papers onto a window. (laughs) Take them. Oh, that's good. Uh, Jalopy is is a delight. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I don't know. This is a game that has made me understand and care about what the different parts of a car engine do (laughs) that nothing else ever has inspired me to give one shit about. That's good. That's good. I don't know how, how long I'd be interested in playing this game after, you know, say after the, um, you know, this podcast goes on. But, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely fun for a few hours, I think. I'd like to see what it, the final yeah, version absolutely. of it looks like, you know, if they fix all the broken stuff. Um, you know, it'd be nice to have some things where, you know, you really need, you, you need to take him, you know, smuggled things across the border as well, you know, for, for one reason or another and... You know, to help you along your way, that that stuff would be cool. Do you guys know that you could like uh like carry stuff while you're driving the car? No. You, oh, uh, what I don't know if maybe they. Uh, this is when I was playing it. I guess there was a patch recently or something. Um, but uh, you can put like I put some like I wanted to take like some drinks or like wine or something, and uh, so you put it on the floor, get in the car, don't close the door. Pick it up, close the door, and you can drive with it. So for a while, I was just driving with a bottle on me, just <laughs> taking swigs on the road. Uh, yeah, but uh, what do you guys rate Jalopy, Kevin? Um, I don't know how many parts are in an Eastern Block. I'm going to say maybe four, like in a Kit Kat. Mm. So I'm going to say three out of four Eastern Blocks. Okay. Wait. Is a Kit Kat when you break it into parts? What are the parts called? Uh, break me off well? a piece of that Kit Kat bar. So it's a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Yeah, a Kit Kat bar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Kit, a section. I um. Section. A Kit Kat section. An allotment. A one kit. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's a cat. <laughs> I rate my. Uh, I rate my jalopy uh, four pierogi out of a hole that is Bosch. Mm. <laughs> That's what I rate mine. What do you rate it, Max? Hot dogs. Oh, thanks, oh, Buxful yeah, Hot Dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks. You took my one, you I piece took of your shit. anecdote. Turn um, it into a rating. <laughs> I rate mine uh, Crazy Moving Coat. <laughs> crazy uh, Moving Coat out of another dimension. Out of 500. <laughs> that's high praise. Yeah. I didn't realize the guy that worked on it, uh, he's worked on like the Formula One franchise from 2009 <laughs> to 2004. <laughs> yes, of course he did. <laughs> wow. That's a natural correction. He knew knew what he wanted to do the whole time. I I thought, Joey, for some reason, I thought you were going to say that uh, the guy who walked on it has a crazy moving jacket. Yeah, (laughs) it's actually. (laughs) It's really cool. It's magic. He tried for years. He pitched for years. (laughs) This is what the new Ferrari game is. Guys, we could be driving. We could be driving all this hot. Exactly. Formula One they tracks. They poo-pooed him every what if, time. Yeah. What if every track was Azerbaijan? <laughs> <laughs> That's Jalopy. Uh, we have a next game of the week uh, that Max is going to assign for us. What do you got, buddy? Uh, I picked out a very scary game called Anatomy. Ooh. Oh. oh, is this the one that's in the house? Yeah. I've heard about this uh, one. That, that's P.T. I- that's PT, it's mate. PT. I've heard heard game that, in the what is it on? I've heard that it's supposed to be. Very, it's on PC, Mac, and Linux. I've heard they're supposed to be very scary, but there's not any jump scares. 
Mm. Well, thanks for spoiling it, buddy. <laughs> now now I'm not going to be scared. I'll we'll have to link it because I can't find it. Oh uh, yeah, we'll find it. We'll, we'll link it to you. Oh, that makes good cast, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll link it. We'll link it on the podcast notes as well for yeah, everyone to play. It's a little indie horror game. It's a couple of bucks, and cool. it's just a little quick download. Cool. Couple, yum yum. A couple of hundred meg. Cool. Very sexy. Um, so we have uh, pitch that game. <laughs> Uh, we, uh, Joey, we, uh, you, you set us the game of the week last week, so you got to choose the names. What do you got I for did. us, buddy? Okay, so we got four. We have mm-hmm. Data Gene, Evo Fight, Chrono Stone, and Hero Front. Mm. Can you give us those in the, in the Skype? I absolutely us? can. Alright, great. Uh, Alright, what game should we play for this one? Hmm, that's a good question. That is a good question. Right in my fa- uh, Yeah. The the my favorite uh, chocolate bar, I suppose. Oh, okay. Geez. Do you guys remember that Pokken tournament came out and then disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just remembered that. Did it come out? The what? Yeah, it came out. Yeah, it came uh, out. Uh, the Pokemon Tekken game. Oh right. I remember it was announced. No, it came out and I it, guess it so. came out and uh, everyone forgot about it. It's like that Doctor Who episode where everyone <laughs> forgot about Doctor Who existing. Yeah. It's just like it came out and then the next day they were like, What's Pockin tournament? <laughs> I was looking at Is Evo that a fight and thinking, Oh, what if it was evolutionary fighters? That Pockin tournament came out. Mm. It happened. Anyway I want to see how that fucking chandelier fights, because I haven't seen any of that yet. Yeah. Um, Chocolate bus. Alright, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, uh, I like a good Ferrero Rocher. Mm -hmm. It's quite fancy, quite nice. Not quite a bar, though, is it? Oh. Oh, 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 denied! (laughs) I thought you were on my side, Joey. I am, buddy, I do like Ferrero Rochers. Alright, but I guess it doesn't count, so I guess I'll just just sit over here. I'll just just sit over here and just. Just think about how I've done wrong. You can probably leave the room. If oh you yeah, want. okay. All right, I'll get right out of here. What do you guys got there? I'm gonna so say, good. um, hopefully the question was prompted by my discussion of Kit Kat, but I'm going to go for a variety that I know you enjoy. It's a green tea Kit Kat. Mmm. Mm. I do like a green tea Kit Kat. What Ooh. about you, Max? Ah, oh, chocolate bars, chocolate bars, chocolate bars. Who needs them? Who <laughs> needs them? What are they for? Um, what are they even good for? I'm going to take a risk and, and say something that's n- even better than a chocolate bar. <laughs> All I can think a of... A Ferrari, Joey! <laughs> would, you prefer, would you prefer a brand new Ferrari? <laughs> All I can think of is Snickers, but Snickers is trash. Snickers alright. Snickers is well, trash. You're trash. Okay, so Fuck I think you. Kevin's going to take it for this one. Bullshit. Uh, uh, I would have gone with uh, Twix, but since the oh, Kit Kat... Kit Kat's uh, got, you do like a Twix. I do like it's, a Twix. It's the comedy bar. That's the comedy of I've the seen you have a Twix. Twix. You have. I've left, um, I've left small little hints for you all. Like, that's throughout <laughs> the course of our friendship. I've left small clues. <laughs> Think back. You knew that this day was coming. It's like Fight Club. If you watch yeah, it again, exactly. you can realise, oh, they, they did, you know. I, I did actually find a Twix on my windowsill this morning. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. <laughs> what, did it, was it like a bird that hit the window? I, like, I don't know. I don't know how. Twix appeared. I don't know how he does it. It wasn't there, and then it was. And 
My next guess was going to be Bertie Beatles. <laughs> I love that. My mum loves Bertie Beatles, guys. That's why I love she the Melbourne show, because you can get those show bags that just have like 50 so Bertie she, Beatles just in them. Bertie Beatles. Yeah. Because yeah. for oh. some reason, you can't get them other One places. time uh, at the Easter show, my mum got the Bertie Beatles show bag, and she got a Bertie Beatle mask that she, uh, one time, in the middle of the night, she woke me up wearing it and scared the shit out of me. Um, Hasn't eaten a Bertie Beatle since. They're pretty good, dude. You'll get through it. Yeah. Um, I, I was, damn, I was really angling for timeout, but... Yeah, mm. you would have got it with the timeout, because that's close oh, to I, I, I had not settled. <laughs> I had not settled on that trash bar snickered. Um, okay, Kevin. Right. It's ruined me. Um, <laughs> just going to haunt you forever. What is the best company for this? It's probably... Sony. Alright, so Sony press conference for E3. Um, Sony man comes out, you know, Mr. Sony <laughs> comes out. I'm Sony! Goes, Wait, is, uh, Mr. So- is, is it Sony man the mascot or is it Mr. Sony the head of the company? Mr. Sony head of the yeah, company. Okay, uh, cool. It's Mr. Caffeine from a few years ago at E3. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he comes out and he's like, uh, hello everyone. Uh, we have uh, plenty of lovely things that we are showing you all that are only available through the power of the PlayStation 4. Uh, here to talk to you now is one of the many developers who will be working on us to create truly groundbreaking games for this next generation. The lights go down, uh, the screen fades up, and there is... Oh, I've forgotten his name. <laughs> He's the French guy who did uh, um, Heavy Rain. <laughs> oh, no. That guy's there. David, David, David Cage. David Cage. There we go. Yeah. He's there, and he goes, Hello, everyone. <laughs> Uh, I'm David Cage. It's not video of him. It's a mocap version of him. <laughs> oh no! It's a, mo- it's a mocap version of him sitting in a like a 3D generated <laughs> mocap studio, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure, which I'm pretty sure is the start of uh, the start of Indigo Prophecy. <laughs> anyway, he goes. Uh, Oh, oh, over the years I've had many great ideas No, that's not how he speaks, he's not German <laughs> had many great ideas for games uh, No, he hasn't And I think <laughs> He hasn't, but that's what he'd say <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've blown the world away With uh, nope. my mother's creations <laughs> Heavy rain uh, Today I have A New Game to show you Alright, and then Start this trailer. We start out on a rainy road. There's a car going along. We're really, we're really low down. The car goes over the top of us. You hear the pitter patter of the rain. Uh, there's a guy inside the car, and he's driving it. And there's someone pops up on his little car. It's like a future car. It pops up on the thing, and someone's talking, video chatting with him on the on the car. And he goes, I can't stop the car, gotta, I'm driving, can't look at that, I'm a driving man. And the computer says, Mr. Freen. Freen. <laughs> Mr. Freen, we need you. We need you to be here straight away. The government has a absolutely top secret, urgent, number one priority for you to get onto. And then Freen says... Alright, I guess it's time for me to jack it! 
And then he has a it's like a, a cage dialogue. He has like a handbrake. <laughs> he has a handbrake next to his normal handbrake, and he pulls that. But the car keeps going; it doesn't stop. And a jack goes into the back of his head from his chair. Ooh. And then he transforms with his car into a plane. <laughs> and then the plane fucking jets off into the night sky. Um, fade to black, and then title comes up, Data Gene, colon, <sighs> The Programmable Man. Alright, alright, so. So what's the game? Yeah, the game is the game. a David Cage game, <laughs> but Fuck they, have, they have some crazy guy writing the uh, scenario for it. That's <laughs> funny. A, uh, oh, David Cage! Yeah, not David Cage, because David Cage does, like, boring, predictable things. They have, like, uh... The No More Heroes guy writing this scenario. <laughs> awesome. Now you're just trying to fucking bait Joey into choosing the game because Suda51's in it. Fuck you, man. You can easily... I'll just make my game, oh, it's fucking Bloodborne and it's written by Sweary. <laughs> like, that's all I'd have to do and I'd fucking get Joey's heart. You can't oh, yeah, cool. I, I'm sorry, I cheated. I, 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 I jacked into Joey's... Sense of uh, just love for David Cage. <laughs> he loves David Cage. It's Bloodborne. He is excited it's, about it's, Detroit. It's Bloodborne. It's always online, and it's set in World War Two. Yeah, <laughs> we go. It's called. Uh, it's called uh, David Cage's Squad. Um, uh, shit, you took my game. Uh, can I? Can I tell you what my data gene was going to be? Absolutely. Uh, it's. It was about this guy named um, uh, Johnny Rock. And uh, he's voiced by Chris Rock. And um, he is just a young kid living in the streets. And uh, it's like an 80s movie, you know. And he, uh, he finds on like a wire, on, 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 on a telephone pole, a pair of jeans. <laughs> and he, he gets them down. He puts them on. They fit him perfectly. There's ones and zeros going all over the jeans. Like, what, what are these? What are and he can like... So he finds out that using he can use a USB port onto his jeans and he can put data into them. So he becomes like really good at sports or he can okay. fucking fly with sure. them and some shit. He's got a pair of data jeans. Okay. Uh, and that was going to be the game. <laughs> it would have a, it's a movie tie-in. Oh, I see. It's yeah. It's that's the movie, and yeah. it's like a it's like a GBA game. Yeah, it's like a, a GBA, like, uh, a, like a GBA Spider-Man like an, game. Uh, no, like an isometric, <laughs> like that game. mega game that they re- Mega Man game that they released that was all like uh, online and weird. Yeah, GBA. I hear that's good though. And it's like a weird turn-based. No, no it's isometric, cool. and it's like a boy and his blob. He has to program his genes <laughs> a specific code that gets get past objects. Um. So yeah, me and okay. What should the next one be? Next game for me and Max that we go, guys. So, favorite soda pop. Favorite soda. Yeah, let's go. Favorite soda pop. Um, say Fanta. Say Fanta. How dare you? No, <laughs> take a risk. Um, I'm gonna say Fanta. Not Fanta. <laughs> I'm gonna say Mountain Dew Code Red. Oh, I. Oh, okay. Escalation. Yeah. Bring out the big guns. Bring out the big guns right away. Hey, man, I want to win. I'm here to win. What uh, do you got, Max? Um, I'm going to say it's the energy drink weed. <laughs> That's an energy that? drink? Is that real? Yeah. Have you guys heard of the energy drink pussy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in the UK. 
Really? Yeah. Holy shit. This one's a hemp-based where's, energy drink. Where's it made? I got it Jamaica. once. I'm pretty sure it's hemp-based, but it's like bullshit. Well, good. <laughs> Joey hasn't tried either of these. <laughs> what happened? Um, I'm gonna go with Jace because Code Red is red and Iron Brew is orange and there's... You're going to get yeah. Iron Brew. Alright. Um... Uh, uh, so there's this, okay, so the world exploded, mm-hmm. mm. and uh, it exploded, and it came back, and was everyone... that dude looked at a girl's panties? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, I don't even want to finish anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, everyone's a superhero now, everyone's become superheroes. It's the classic superhero story. Everyone in the world is a superhero now, and, um... There's a. They started. Not everyone can be a hero, and so some people are villains, but some people are just trying to get by in this world, you know? So, they become heroes uh, under the guise of uh, peddling drugs. And uh, so they use their superpowers, like Mirror's Edge or something, to bring packages to other people, give them uh, superhero drugs, uh, which is just uh, like elephant tranquilizers. It's the only thing that works for superheroes because they're so strong. And uh, you can play as all the different, uh, all the different superheroes. Like the Frogman can lick it up and hide it from the cops, <laughs> put it in his body. <laughs> this is a great idea. I think you guys will love it. I think uh, Sony will bring it up on stage as for a Kickstarter, um, and they'll help fund it. And uh, uh, it's called Hero Front. And uh, fuck you guys. <laughs> That was insane that they brought Shenmue up and they're like, oh, it's a Kickstarter, guys. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, and then they were like, we're going to help them if it succeeds. Mm. That's, like, pretty much what, what the, the conceit was. fucking move. All right. Can't do that in a post-Mighty Number no. 9 world. No. Mighty Number 9's have ruined it for the rest of us. Oh, yeah. All right. Or Mighty Number 9. Um, Bring it home, Max. So, this, this, this game is basically what you do. It's Evo fight. Basically, what you do is before it's 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 a competitive e-sport fighting game. Mm-hmm. But before you that like, instead of selecting a character, you'll pick a, uh, a an animal, and then you'll put it in an environment, and then you might slice in a different animal if you're feeling a bit saucy about it. And then you type in how many years you want it in there. <laughs> and then you see what comes out the other end. Yeah. So you pick... I want to pick uh, um, a big a big ugly toad. I want to I wanna sort of get it going with a giraffe. And I want to put it in the desert for uh, three million years. And I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens. And then you go into the stage, and then you you fight with your freakish g- giraffe a toad. Wasn't that a, wasn't that a PC game? It's it's partly gamble, right? Because you don't know what kind of moves or how things going to react to. You might end up with a starfish. You could end up with something incredibly like anemic, or or alternatively, maybe some sort of like you know flesh eating fungus that evolved from. Um, mm. so, I don't know the, the color from out of space. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I'm no scientist. Anyway, Jace was—I uh, mean, 
Jace was saying that this might actually exist. Yeah, like in, two, in the early 2000s, there was an RTS about like combining oh, animals. Black and white. No, not black not and black white, and white. You fucking... <laughs> like, um, it's, it's, it, like, you, you could get a tiger and give it fucking scorpion hands and shit. Oh, Someone black and white too. No, not black <laughs> Joey, you really fucking grinding my gears today, man. <laughs> um, yeah, but that came out. But this looks, this is very different. This go, is more like, like a, this, this is NASA like made Mortal this shit. Kombat. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, uh, if NASA made an eSport. <laughs> <laughs> and it's incredibly science-based. Mm-hmm. It takes a long time. For can, you get, can you get cosmetics so for them? So can I give, like, a giant ant a pair of boxing gloves? Um, it would be a crime if you couldn't, really. Yeah. <laughs> How else is NASA going to fund their space missions if they don't have microtransactions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can, um... Never mind. Fuck it. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna choose a new game. This is one. There's uh, Chrono Stone. It's uh, starring, uh... It stars, uh, fucking John Carpenter. Yep. And, uh, he, uh, is in Bloodborne. He is in Bloodborne. <laughs> he is in Bloodborne. It's called Chrono Don't you mean? Uh, don't a... you mean it was produced or directed by John Carpenter and stars? Um, no, 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 it no, stars no. John, Carpenter. John Carpenter. He's in a wheelchair because the demons broke his legs. Okay, and he does Tony Hawk tricks as well. Ooh, um, that's my new game. It's called Chrono Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Why is it called Chrono Stone? I that's one of the ways that's left. Chrono Stone would make a good, uh, like, Berkeley Shut Up and Jam Gaiden, uh, where you just use Chrono Trigger strop sprites, but it's all just, like, dumb weed shit. <laughs> I was thinking Chrono Stone would be, like, a good Chrono Cross sequel. Yeah. Like, like, for real. Um, so who are you going to choose, uh, Joey? Um, what do you got? Look, Talk us through what, you, what your decision is. They're all fantastic. As always, I love my games. I love your games that you pitched to me. But Matt's had me on the most uh, fun game stuff happening in the yeah, game. That's true. Oh, that I thought I really idea. thought Kevin had it. Kevin's was good, but I wanted to hear some but more gamey stuff game happening. No, you never yeah. have enough game. You always got the setup. Um, yeah, Max, Jesus. That's your first win in about four years. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it, feel, it feels good. Yeah, it feels good. You know, once you got out of, that? once you got the ant games out of Look. your system, you really <laughs> came into like your own. Out, what if, you, what if you pick an ant? Yeah, yeah that's a secret. <laughs> and then you. Pick... This game was always ant compatible. So <laughs> oh, no, splice it. Max, who would you like to thank? Would you like to thank Fanta? Would you like to thank Snickers bars? Uh, I think uh, David Cage. If, if you put a Snickers bar in a Fanta bottle, it blows up. Oh, no. <laughs> so I can't have those. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, yeah, they're both awful. Mm. My ace up my sleeve was that I didn't get to use it, but I would have guessed one of those uh, Japanese milk sodas mm. of the grape variety, probably. Yeah, I do like grape stuff. Uh, and uh, in uh, in um, Data Gene, you can uh, sit down in your apartment uh, like a lot of David Cage games. But instead of playing a guitar, you uh, uh, you press the buttons to uh, in a quick time event to uh, eat eat a eat a green tea Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there quietly on your couch. Just... Well, you also yell Sean. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like David Cage is weird enough that he'd like have the character do that with like a knife and fork because that's what he thinks people. Love. <laughs> he yeah, yeah. kick with a knife and fork. That is that is for sure something that would happen in David Cage. <laughs> so this is uh, how people eat. Mm. I don't know. Dave, David Cage is like Hideo, Hideo Kojima, but I, I've but, but he has successful. none of, none of the talent. <laughs> um, 
I don't know how he got where he is today. I it's fucking like crazy. That's also like a position Peter Molyneux is in. Yeah, like Peter Molyneux has like games he's made that are yeah, good. Like though. Goddess. Yeah. Like God. Yeah, Goddess. A great game. <laughs> completely yeah, finished. Past, no problems. Molyneux is past making being able to make a game that's good. That's he funny need to because make I was black gonna... and white or black and white two anymore. What about a uh, dungeon? Whatever it was, trap dungeon. Whatever. One of his first games. I don't remember what it's called. Dungeon Keeper, yeah. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna actually. And he made Dungeon Keeper, and that was like just him. Yeah. He probably made. He probably had some input on like Fable, and then it's probably his involvement has gotten kind of less and less. Mm. What about his new game he was working on? He was gonna ditch Goddess and and make something else. He's still making it. That Goddess Wars. Oh my god, yeah. I guess he's still making the new one, unless uh, he, he. Brexited it. He's mm. a bit of a magpie. He just flits from thing to thing. Yeah. I was actually <laughs> going to say your game sounds like a Peter Molyneux conceit, Max. <laughs> like, you can make your millions of years. It's anything you want. You and also, the do. child has cancer, you find out <laughs> you at the end. Is that going to be the twist at the end of Milo? Yeah, it was. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, we're going to find out the kid had, like, leukemia or some right, shit. Well, it doesn't matter because it's not real. No, it was never real. It was always <laughs> the technology fucking... for that was never viable at all. And so, it like... still isn't. Years later, <laughs> we found out that it was just a fucking joke. That just means that he's a super visionary. Yeah, he's looking so far into the future, none of it exists yet. <laughs> um, so that's the, the podcast, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Thanks. Beautiful. But thank you especially you can... for listening to me. Yep. Uh, thank big big ups and big thanks for Joey. Big thanks to David Cage and uh, big thanks to Hatsune Miku as well. Uh, God, <laughs> God bless. Little, little Mwah. Kiss. Mwah. I love you. Mwah. I love you, honey. I'll see you soon. Um, uh, don't don't worry about these guys. What they're saying, they're just bullies. Uh, they they're just bullies. They're just bullies, and they're just jealous. You know what? You're just jealous. Um, so if you wanna if you wanna uh, list if oh, you wanna we had Twitter questions. Oh yeah, we got a question. We got a question. Let's get that real quick. The question, and I won't paraphrase it because our little friend uh, phrased it perfectly. Mm-hmm. And so when I bring that message up, I'll be able to read that to you. Yep. Uh, let's stall until the end. <laughs> From, uh, Lachlan. Uh, Lachlan at Code Dazzle, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hello Skyfire Studios Do you guys listen to any podcasts yourselves And do you have any recommendations PSU Rock Oh Aww. thanks dude Thank you um, So what, what what podcast do you guys listen to primarily I listen to Video Games Hot Dog Yeah And I listen to Kingdom of Loathing podcast every week without fail Wow that's for years now Holy shit Yeah for years Holy moly man I, uh, I listen to Super Best Friends podcast I enjoy their 40 minutes of Just insane ramblings about video games It's a pretty fun time Cool uh, Max what do you listen to? I'm subscribed to a Currently 56 podcasts <laughs> Holy shit I have a bit of a uh, That's, that's my glut That's yeah. what that is That's a podcast glut That's yeah. a I, I've been listening to podcasts Since about 2009 Yeah same here So um, Yeah me too um, Yeah Me too but just one Just <laughs> one A single Yeah I used to listen to a lot of board game podcasts But I can't really find anything That actually sort of mm. Caters to anything that I'd want to listen to anymore. What I said was a lie. I've, I haven't really been listening to podcasts for that long, so. Oh, well, I'm glad you came clean about yeah, that. We would have found out. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, but as far as video games are concerned, I, I think I don't want to recommend this because it's so much better than us. <laughs> I really like the Giant Bomb Cast. Yeah, I loved it. I feel like their analysis of video games is just second to none. 
I also quite like the giant beast cast oh, yeah. and uh, uh, Sky Pirates Radio is pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was just going to say I really like Giant Podcast and the Giant Beast cast. Those mm. guys are great, and I've followed them for years. Um, I've been listening to a board game podcast recently called Friends at the Table, which is quite good. Okay, uh, Austin Walker from the Giant Beast cast. Really? Is on. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's the GM. Um, so I've been listening to that. That's really good. Uh, but yeah, there's some podcasts if you want to listen to it. But don't stop listening to us, please. We, please. Yeah, the best podcast is Sky Pirate Radio. Yeah. Absolutely. It's uh, the best one uh, in the LA area, uh, according to the LA Times. Really? They said that. Yeah. And uh, I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm, I'm extremely humbled and uh, wow. Yeah, you so, know, I feel blessed. Yeah, it was in their website's comment section. <laughs> uh, officially. <laughs> yep, and uh expect cool more cool stuff soon if you want to thank you so much for asking be... that question too yeah thanks thank uh, if you, you want to ask questions you can ask them at questions at skypiratestudios.com you can send you can tweet us at skypirateradio yeah and you can email us at questions at skypiratestudios.com yep uh, cool and you can go on to facebook go on our website hope i'm haunted is a game that we are working on Kevin and uh, uh, I was about to call you Joshua, Joey. Yeah, well, uh, Kevin and I was going to be called Joshua for some time, so there you go. Wow, my mum is uh, going to name me Nelson Mandela. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> That's um, awesome. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so you go can go to skyfirestudios.com. You'll see a thing up in top right corner says "Help I'm Haunted." Click yeah, on look that. Look at that game. Sign up to newsletter. newsletter. That way you can play like a cool alpha of the game. Ooh, yeah, Eventually. Very secret. Shh, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. Please, be very no, please now. tell everyone. Please tell everyone and all your friends. Yeah, do, do and that. about the podcast too, please. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. We're working very hard. Everyone is working hard, except for Max. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> probably pretty He's true. working hard doing the, the traffic controlling. I've got an interview tomorrow morning. Oh, boy. Early. Mm. Well, speaking of uh, interviews, we're going to give you a short interview right now, Max, because uh, we have your uh, last thought of the day, final thought from Max. Oh boy, I did not prepare for this. Uh, get That's real close right. to the mic. Let, let everyone know what you have to say. That's why it's always so good. If you're prepared, it will be bad. Yeah. What do you got to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> on the spot. Give us something. Uh, listen, never stare straight into the sun. It's it's really bad for your sperm count. There you go. Good, good. Thanks, everyone. Okay, go. thanks, everyone. Every Words of time. wisdom. Nails it every time. <laughs> yeah. Words of wisdom from Max uh, Maxwell. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll catch you later. Ships ahoy. Uh, ships ahoy. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye, guys.